Monday, y'all. And uh, as some of you might be feeling a little slow today. So I started a little slow. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying this. And maybe it is a Tuesday. I don't know what day you guys get to us. We're not day specific. You know? <laughs> you can do it. You can listen to us whenever you want. Maybe it's football Sunday and he's off. And you don't like watching football. And I don't know. I don't know. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, any any life news? Any what's going? I had a I forgot to tell you. I had a wild, wild day last night. You did. My neighbor. I have a very it turns out very friendly neighborhood. Everyone's very welcoming. The classic like nice. stop by. Here's a casserole. Here's a, a like a plant. You know, nice. with a card and That's and so uh, it's, you know very very nice. My my neighbor knocked at my house. He had introduced himself before. He's one of those like he does it all guys and he's super friendly and he likes to hang and he plays reggae music. I love that. Um, Is he a fire pit guy? I don't know, but he, 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 he like, he cooks, he, he wanted to cook for me and he like showed me how to cook. He's <laughs> gutted this fish right in front of me and like put on a grill just for me. And he, he grows his own stuff and, and we, we indulge in some of the stuff he grows and it was just a wild night. Wild. <laughs> with the neighbor i was like what am i doing i kind of feel like i got kidnapped for a second and he's like cutting the knife and i'm like I'm pretty sure he's not gonna murder me but yeah he's like i don't know this guy and he's like and you're just letting him in like, <laughs> well i mean i was at his place outside okay. we were outside at his place and uh it's fucking wild you know crazy things happen neighborhood living i mean i had the same thing happen in montana it's kind of crazy we had the neighbor come up and be like, hey, we, we, what are you guys doing? And we're like, he's like, dude, I just got some roadkill whitetail and made some jerky. You want some? And I was like, Ugh. what goes on here? This fish was actually quite good. It I was. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't roadkill. It, it was wasn't roadkill whitetail. We also had antelope. It was my first time trying antelope. Went in Montana. I mean, it was really good. It was like cut fresh, build a fire, yeah, cook it, on it. It was wild. I was like. I'm going to go with this. I had this thought of like, okay, I try anything once, you know, he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. You know, one of those guys where I was just like, okay, do I, how long do I stay here before it's like rude? I had fun. It was nice, but it was, <laughs> it was interesting. I was like, okay. Neighbors. You never Neighbors, know what you're going to get. <laughs> I So far, so good. It I, seems like I have a nice little community. It's better than having a neighbor that's screaming at you. Like that would be terrible. Yeah. Or thinks you're too loud. No, I don't think so. That's good. So I hope you guys have good neighbors. <laughs> Love thy neighbor. Speaking of good being Lord a good neighbor. Say. Yeah. Good uh, neighbor should vote. <laughs> People's Choice Award. I feel bad asking. At this point. At this point, it's getting a little exhausting, but also vote. <laughs> Only if you want to. At this point, either you're, you are or you are either not. Either you're in it or you're not. You're in not. This. So it's not that I care. It's a, you know what? It's fine. I, 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 either way, we got nominated. It's cool. It's cool. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K, K A S T. Um, if you're looking for more Bachelor Entertainment, there's always the uh, Patreon that's available yeah. and it's wild. It's fun. It is worth your time. I promise you that much. Link is all over my social. Uh, Bachelor Recap, episode two tomorrow. Subscribe. Subscri don't forget to subscribe to the vile files uh we don't say that enough uh, tell your friends about the show i don't know if you want yeah 
And uh, we have an amazing guest on Wednesday as well. Don't forget yeah. you know, your bachelor recaps, but we're dropping them back to back. You're basically getting, we're dropping it like six hours apart. I don't know. I hope you're enjoying all the content we're putting out. Yeah. Fuck, we're working hard. We're, we're working really For hard. You. For we, you, people. We've got a fun guest on Wednesday. It'll be good. Can't wait. Let's get to the callers. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Hey, I'm doing fine. What about yourself? I'm great. What's your name? I'm Alma Sanchez. Hi, Alma. How can I help? Well, how old are you? I'm, I'm 20. Great. How can I help? Yeah. So, um, I've just, like, been confused about what to do, like, in my current relationship. Tell us about it. Um, as I explained in the email, um, he's just, there's, a lot has happened between us, like, both good and bad, mostly bad recently, and I just, like, feel like he doesn't, like, respect me, like, during our relationship, like, in our relationship as much. Okay. Could you give us more specifics? So, during, like, okay, so for for sex, it's like he he always needs to get that, even when I don't want to. It's like he doesn't respect my body or, like, what I want or how comfortable I would feel. Okay. Well, that's a big deal. So what, what uh, I mean, those are bold statements you're making you know he doesn't you don't feel respected you don't feel like he respects your body so then the simple question is why what are you confused about because to me if i'm your friend i'm just like well if that you should feel that way you should feel respected you certainly should feel like the person you're with you should feel like every guy respects your body and you shouldn't you know but there then you have some confusion so what is what is stopping you from saying you know what I'm only going to be with someone who respects me, makes me feel respected, makes me feel like they respect my choices and my body. And so therefore, I'm going to remove myself from this situation. What's stopping you from doing that? Um, aside from like, like our sexual relationship, like everything is, is, is good. We, we go out normally. We have dinner. We have fun. We have movie dates. And, and he does treat me well. But like, for sex and other stuff, it's it's like he's like a whole different person. Can, are you able to give us a little bit more detail? Um, details like about like what I mean, what spe- specifically? Yeah, in terms of like, it, so if I'm understanding you right, on day to day, he's a nice enough guy. You have fun, you do things, but in the bedroom when you're having or being physical or romantic, mm-hmm. you feel uncomfortable. You, I don't know. He's doing things that make you feel like he's not respecting whether the fact that you're in the mood or, you know, like, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how can you be more specific? Because the implication is could be like a really extreme, not okay thing. You know, I'm just trying to gauge, like, what do you, what do you mean by not respecting you in the bedroom? So... We, we were, we were, we were having like a discussion. I, I, I don't remember about what, and we went out and I was like trying to talk to him to like figure out how we could fix it, what we could do. And he was just being quiet and he just said, no, we'll just stay in the car. And 
and I didn't try to push it any further. So we just we just sat in the car, and that's when he just like started, like coming at me instead of like trying to talk to me like I wanted to. Got it. So like in your email, you basically were saying like you kind of have this toxic relationship like back and forth where like he's got trust issues from like a previous relationship. And then like that kind of like goes over into your relationship. And then you kind of like he he you kind of go back and forth with how he treats you. He decides when it's like kind of okay to be nice to you and when he doesn't. And then when he wants to be nice, he gives you all these compliments about your body because that's like he wants sex and that's what he wants to do. And then like you're like, no, I want to fix the issue. I don't want to have sex to fix the issue. Is that kind of it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I've like I've tried to talk with him, but he, he, he kind of dismisses the conversation and he just apologizes and says it won't happen again. But it's happened over and over? Uh, yes, a couple times. Okay, well, what do you think you should do? Um, probably end it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I... <laughs> listen, I, I only ask these questions, right? Because it sounds like you care about the guy, you, you know, but something inside deep down almost, it's like your gut is telling you that something's off and you feel like his behavior is not okay. And you should get good at trusting your gut, you know, and if you're, you know, I guess, are you looking for permission from like, is it like, are you asking for a guy's point of view in terms of like, is this how guys are? And, and am I being, do you, do you have thoughts of you being like too hard on him or something? Because everything you're saying to us seems like you have every right to feel the way you do, uh, you should probably end the relationship. It all seems very clear. You know what I'm saying? But you are confused. Yes. So I'm trying to understand why you feel confused about it. Or is it just, you know, you know does that make sense? Yeah. Because um, the answer seems obvious. Do you know you can look amazing without spending a ton of money? Yes, I do know that, Nicholas. Well, some people forget that. And movement is here to remind you. <laughs> Uh, you can have kick-ass watches. I'm wearing one now. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, quite frankly, I, I, I have... A classic. I have, to be honest, I have some really expensive watches, and I love them, but I wear my movement more often. I like the... Personally, I, I love this watch that I'm wearing. It's simple. It doesn't beep. It doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't do all the, the gimmicky things. Like, what if you just want to, like, see what time it is, but you can't because you've yeah. got 40 text messages coming in on your watch? Ugh, God. Um... I get so many compliments on this watch. It's super affordable. I've had th I, this particular watch I've had for like a year and a half. Nice. It's durable. It lasts long. I've never had to fix it. I've had to fix my expensive watches more often than I've had to fix my movement watch. Anywho, uh, they've sold over 2 million watches worldwide by bringing quality designs at a fair price. What a great underdog story, those movement watches. Yeah. They're doing great things. They also have killer frames glasses sunglasses. Oh, yeah, sunglasses they have blue you know blue light glasses you can uh, interchange them with your prescription lenses i'm, I'm guessing like accessorizing you affordably from head to toe basically uh check out movement watches for some great options great deals and amazing styles movement watches start at just 95 dollars. you're looking at 400 dollars for the same quality from a traditional brand talk about all the things that you can buy with that money you saved well i tell you what i bought i bought weights 
and I bought <laughs> a TV. I bought, every time I buy something in movement, I buy something I want. There you go. More. I don't know. So get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash V-I-A-L. Movement is launching new styles on their site all the time. Check out their latest at movement.com. Go to mvmt.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Join the movement, movement.com slash V-I-A-L-L. How do you feel about crisp watermelon or juicy guava, people? Well, I feel great about it. It's delicious. I'm talking about Liquid IV. They have some <laughs> new flavors out there. New flavors. I've talked about this before. Couldn't be more appropriate and more important to hydrate your body, get vitamins and minerals all while getting water in your body and have it taste like not water. And not to knock like the fact that water doesn't taste like anything and it's boring, it's boring. and you want some flavor, but like I like a little like flavor with my drink. Yeah. And so I will often, I, not often, almost every meal I drink my liquid IV. Yeah. I ha, it has almost no sugar in it. So I'm not getting all the sugar that comes with like juices and, and things like that. And then I'm getting the nutrients. I'm getting the vitamin C. I'm getting the potassium my body needs. It's like drinking two to three bottles of water just by one glass. Yeah, super Liquid hydrating. IV people. Uh, my favorite is still lemon lime. I'm a traditional guy. I love it. In response to COVID-19, Liquid IV is also doing amazing things to help the community by uh, donating to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, active U.S. military, over 3 million servings That's in so total cool. so far. So get your Liquid IV. It is available nationwide at Walmart in the beverage section, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code V-I-A-L-L at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code V-I-A-L-L at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code V-I-A-L-L. It's also at Whole Foods. I didn't, you know, because I shop at Whole Foods and I see it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Amazing. Just so you know. Um, I've asked like some of my male friends for like advice and, and like they don't, they don't have like any perspective on, on any of that. So, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. <clears throat> well, listen, I think there's a couple of things. I think it's, I, I, I know a lot of women, you know, women want to hear from men to get a guy's point of view because, you know, as a woman, there might be things about a guys that you don't understand. Women want to hear, you know, men want to hear from their girlfriends about a women's point of view, you know, especially when they're uh, dating someone. But sometimes you just have to trust your gut, right? Sometimes you don't need a male's perspective to know what you deserve, right? You, you don't need a male's perspective. Mm -hmm. If you yes. feel disrespected, you know, no, no guys, you shouldn't reach out to men and get their point of view to convince you that you're, you're not, you know, how you feel is how you feel. You feel disrespected. That's important, you know, to address the, your feelings, right? And then deal with it in your relationship. You know, you're not, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, um, yeah, I think it's important. I think it's important, you know, you're young, you know, at your, uh, to, to listen to yourself, you know, about your, how you feel about how, how men treat you. Okay. And, and it's important to not seek out um, anyone's advice, especially like other men to feel like you have to validate your own feelings. You know, okay. like get good sense. at trusting your gut. You know, it's your yes. feelings. It's how you feel. Um, you should, you 
when you address it with your boyfriend, address it with conviction. You know, I don't know if you are or you're not, if you're kind of saying it like, well, I, I, I feel this way and I feel like you're doing something wrong, but how do you feel? Am I being too hard on you? You know, things like that. Um, and it sounds like you've tried to talk to him. You've given an him an opportunity to respect how you feel and, and change his behavior based off of communicating with him, and he hasn't done that, right? How many how many chances does someone deserve? You know, yeah. he's he's dismissing you. He's not really actively listening. He tells you he'll he will change, but to you, as you're saying, it feels like he's just saying that to. Get for late. you to get off his back or for him to get or whatever, just to get what he wants. And what he wants is either for you to shut up or for you to put out. Right. That's not a boyfriend. That's yeah. that's, you know, so. All the other stuff doesn't matter. You know, a lot of people are fun to go to movies with. Right. You know. He, you, True. It should be your your bare minimum should be feeling respected. By your boyfriend you're you're you know and like listen and i don't know if this is a matter like when i was you know in my early relationship and we started having sex it was like you know i'm the horny 20 year old and i felt like i was like hey can we you know hook up and she was like sometimes she would say yes and sometimes she would not say no sometimes <laughs> i would be like okay fine you know like of course like did i want to like have sex more than she did sure right uh like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's that, that, but it sounds like it's deeper than that. It sounds like he's even in the bedroom uh, making you feel like it's not okay for you not to be in the mood. And it may be a situation where he's just a little bit more into having sex and you're just not as sexual and that's totally fine. But that also might just be a compatibility issue with you and him. And Okay. So... I think you just got to trust your gut. Um, and I think the biggest takeaway here is don't trust your gut. And when your gut's telling you something, don't always feel like you have to have other people validate it just so you know you're making the right decision. Um, especially when it comes to feeling respected by the person you're dating. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, tr I've, my gut, like, it just, like, it's told me it's before to just try again. Why? And oh. for some, because I, I, I do still care about him, and I feel like, like, maybe, like, it's, it's... Yeah, but how... Ending things would be too, like, hard. Hard because, well, there's a couple things there, right? You can care about him and still respect yourself in a sense that you're not willing to be with someone that makes you feel disrespected. And you can still care about someone. You can care about someone. You can care about a lot of people, right? But you caring for him as a human being doesn't give him permission to make you feel disrespected. Now, and then the other aspect of it might be too hard. Yeah, breakups are hard. And even though, because you care about them, and you enjoy spending time with them and you enjoy having fun with them, right? So if you choose to leave this relationship, mm -hmm. you're going to feel lonely and you're going to feel sad. And that will be hard, right? And in the short term, that's going to yes. suck. But you're having a choice between temporary sadness and loneliness 
and feeling respected long term. And right now you're choosing feeling disrespected long term over some short term discomfort of getting over a relationship because you care about someone. Right. So I think you need to like focus on your mm -hmm. long term needs yeah. and, and you as a person because you'll you I'll guarantee you you'll find other guys who are who will take you to movies who will be generally kind to you on a day to day basis who will treat you and also make you feel respected uh, in the bedroom. And uh, yeah, so I would I would focus on that and focus on your long term happiness and needs and and not given kind of your short term fears. Okay, I didn't think about it like that. All right, well, try to. I know it's hard. Um, but yeah, don't have any more patience. You've, you've been patient enough with him. So at this point, he is taking advantage of your patience because, you know, sometimes you like hanging out with him. Okay. All right, trust your gut. Well. I think you should definitely. Thank you. Yeah. I think you should definitely leave this guy. Yeah. You have a you have better instincts than you give yourself credit for. Thank All right. you. All right, we'll take care. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? Good. I'm Sarah, and I am 30 years old. Hi, Sarah. How can I help? Uh, so I have a bit of an interesting situation. Um, I've been dating a 43 year old, uh, separated dad, okay. um, who I thought was divorced. Uh, I asked on the first date how long he'd been separated or, uh, divorced for, and he said five years. And, uh, so he also tried reconciling, um, with his ex back in 2019, um, and said that she screwed up again, uh, which I'm assuming means uh, she cheated a second time, but I'm not sure. Um, and then in July, I met both of his uh, two kids who I love dearly and things have really progressed um, in the sense that we hang out like a little family uh, and uh, been on lots of trips and things like that. So um, his actions are great. But he really struggles with communication. Um, his like friends lying. and family. Uh, I don't know. That's tough to say because it was the first date. So I don't know if wait, maybe. Wait. So like on first dates, uh, people get like a, just a free pass to just lie. <laughs> hey, true. Good point. I just have a girlfriend who's divorced uh, who was like when she was separated and dating, she kind of thought that she would have said that on the first date. So they know it's done. But is your. Okay. I don't know. I, I know it's not great. I agree. Um, so he struggles with communication though as well. So he's quite awkward. Um, and I've kind of brought up all the difficult conversations. Like, are we exclusive? Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Um, that kind of thing. I've always kind of brought those up um, and tried to talk about his ex situation as well. Uh, but he was very kind of cold and changed the subject. Um, so despite all of that, um, I'm definitely in love with him and his kids and uh, he hasn't said it yet. And I don't really want to be the one to say it kind of given his previous uh, situation. Um, so things are great when we're together and hanging out, but I really struggle when we're away from each other because I don't really get that reassurance. Um, and then also I always kind of go back to thinking about the fact that he's been separated for five years and hasn't filed. So <laughs> he still hasn't filed. 
No, they haven't even, they have a separation agreement, um, but there's been no talk of actually divorcing uh, from what I know. Okay. So uh, <laughs> how long have you been dating this the guy for? Uh, so we started talking in April and met for the first time in May. So over five months now. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess my questions are just kind of what are your thoughts on dating someone who's separated, not divorced, and uh, thoughts on kind of talking to someone closed off, and then just kind of the I love you part, like when people typically say it, um, does the guy usually say it, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the guy, I, I don't think it's for, as far as the I love you in general, you know, mm -hmm. uh, regardless of your current situation no i mean everyone has a preference i personally don't think it should be the job of the man i think it can be i think it's nice everyone likes to hear it first right um, mm -hmm. men and women are both scared about expressing themselves out of fear of it rejection so yeah i uh i don't think it's the job of either men or women to go first when it comes to that I think it's great whoever does it and there's always a risk. So mm -hmm. I think I'm always used to the guy saying it by now. <laughs> well, you should get over that. <laughs> Cause that's I mean, think about how that sounds when you say it out loud. I'm used yeah. to this. This is what I want. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. and that's great and good for you. Congratulations on men falling in love with you, but that's doesn't mean how it's supposed to be. Right. Right. So and and don't let what you're used to come in to have it affect your current relationship, you know, mm -hmm. because your this relationship is obviously clearly different than all the other rest. There's variables involved that are different. Um, it might sound cold, but your love for his kids are also irrelevant when it comes to this relationship, right? It's also potentially yeah. just like just a, a a muddier situation. That's great that you love mm -hmm. them, but your love for his kids has nothing to do with uh, your love for him and make sure you're separating those two. It's not yeah, like I, think I, sometimes get, it's I get it's a package deal if you guys end up together, but like mm -hmm. it's not a package deal in terms of seeing if this relationship even has like a, a good platform to start on. And that's kind of the concern mm -hmm. with this relationship is that we don't really know if there's an actual platform or a foundation for this relationship to really go anywhere because right. you're so far really confused and rightfully so about a lot of things in the relationship. Yeah. Partly because, well, he told a pretty big lie on your first date. How did you end up finding the truth? There's nothing more valuable in this world than information. Truly. Information about anything. You can do yes. so much with information. And also baby making is one of those sacred things that we hold whether it's now or whether it's in the future that we want to make babies and modern fertility is helping us have more information. And by us, you know, it could be us, right? Certainly yeah. for the women, but if you're, for the women. if you're in a uh, like relationship and as a team, I don't know, I'm just talking here, but like certainly it's helping women get yeah. more information about their bodies, their fertility and give them the, you know, information they need to, you know, talk to your physicians, yeah. to steps you can take. Maybe there's uh, dietary changes you can make to, you know, to help with, the, I don't know. It's just more information. Yeah. There's a great community in the modern fertility community. And if you're not in a relationship and you're not planning on a baby right now, it also just gives you information on your overall yeah. women's health, which is really helpful to start the conversations Very with helpful. your doctors. Maybe you decide to, you know, you've been thinking about freezing your eggs, but you don't know if you need to or should. Exactly. You'll like, Maybe you'll get some As single ladies out there, we got to take care yeah. of that stuff too, you know? Maybe Plan. they'll say, you know what? 
you can always feed your legs, but there's no urgency because of, you know. Like, you're, look you're, at how many you got. Look at what you got. You're there's excelling like a, in the egg department, lady. Maybe, the, maybe they're just like, hey, <laughs> maybe, maybe you need to. Maybe you should. Maybe it's just a, who knows? Information is key. So they help you know things like how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, your thyroid health, and any reproductive red flags. Their results go in-depth into what every hormone means. And you can talk also one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but modern fertility only costs $159 to get the same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L, you get $20 off your tests. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can use those dollars on your modern fertility test. If you want kids today or maybe one day, you need the information to make the decision that's best for you. Modern Fertility right now is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Modernfertility.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Uh, actually, one of his friends was over and was talking about his uh, path to divorce. He's almost uh, completely divorced and w- kind of made a joke about being further along uh, than my boyfriend in the process after a way shorter period of time. And that's how I found How out. did you guys address that? So I said, kind of right after his friend left, I was like, we need to talk about this. Uh, This bothers me. What was the reason um, behind? And he was like, it really stresses me out. It's practically the same thing. We have a separation agreement. I just haven't looked into it. And there's a reason why. I don't know what that reason is. Well, and I found out, obviously, they reconciled in 2019. He did bring that up and said, he's like, yeah, it's, we're never going to get back together again. And he's like, it doesn't matter whether we're divorced or separated. We could still get back together even if we were divorced, but it's not going to happen. And then it was just like a swift, like, I don't really want to talk about this again. Let's not let this affect us. And he was, said, I don't like, want to talk about this again. Yeah, and we haven't spoken about it since. Well, that's never really a healthy thing when when a big issue is you know dismissed and you're basically mm-hmm. told that you don't have any you don't have the permission to talk about things that are bothering you. So, yeah, that's not tough. good. Yeah, it's tough because I'm like how much I understand like some people don't want to talk about their previous marriages and stuff like that. So I think I struggle with like what is normal in, in this. Well, in a situation to be clear, to be clear, he doesn't want to talk about his current marriage. <laughs> True. Yes. Not his former marriage. Yes. Harsh. You know, so yeah. Um, what do you love about him? uh we have a lot of fun together he's really funny i love how good of a dad he is um well his being a dad again (laughs) nice nothing to do with you right now i understand that maybe you want to have kids someday and you want to you know i get the attraction of finding someone who is a good father but that doesn't mean they're a good partner yeah, I, I mean, I love every moment I spend with him. We mm-hmm. have a lot of fun and he's funny. And yeah, there's a lot of great things. I'm very comfortable when we're together okay. and hanging out, but I don't have the verbal 
reassurance. <laughs> so you're you're you have fun with them, but you're very uncomfortable about having conversations about your relationship to yeah give you clarity. Yeah, I mean, him. I was the one that asked if are we boyfriend girlfriend, and the response was I didn't think we had to talk about this. I thought it was obvious. Uh, so it's just it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also even more difficult that he's married. Like, why you have a right to ask? Um, you have a right to point out that it's not the same when he's just like, "Oh, it's basically the same." No, 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 it's not. Do you want to get married? Uh, I'm a little bit indifferent to the marriage thing, and I don't think I can have kids. But I love kids. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, all right. But it you don't you might want to get married. Yeah, I okay. might. Well. You definitely can't with him until he's divorced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just think you have the right to ask these questions and you sh it's not good and not healthy and not okay for him to dismiss uh, you having the right to ask those questions, right? Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. he doesn't want to talk about his current marriage with his new girlfriend, then maybe he shouldn't have a girlfriend, you know? And I know that's not what you want to hear because you love him, yeah. but... Yeah. Um, you know, I think you love things about him right now. I don't know if you love him. Well, I mean, I don't want to. But there's just a lot of. It's not. There's a lot of things that are. There's a lot of red flags here. There's a lot of. A lot of baggage. Yeah. <laughs> and things that like. It sounds like you think about and stress you out. And. You can't say that in the five months you've been dating this guy. It's just been all. You're, it's still very early. Very much the honeymoon phase. And even yeah. now you can't say it's all been. Just great. I mean, wow, it's yeah. great. I have fun with him. It's so easy to talk to him. I feel like I can open up to him. I feel like he accepts me. And when I ha when I am confused, he listens to me and he validates me. We talk through things. No, you don't. None of that. He just makes you laugh yeah. and you have some fun, which mm -hmm. is nice. But it's yeah. like one thing <laughs> in a relationship, especially early on. He's not going to magically become better at communicating. Yeah. <laughs> and, and do you think as your relationship evolves, do you think you're going to have more, you know, issues that come up that you're going to have to communicate and get work through or less? Of course. I feel like there's going to be more. I just think that, yeah, I just wish if there, if I feel like if I had a little bit more security, um, I would feel better about the situation. Secure. Yeah. And who, mm -hmm. who, who and, and the only person to give you security in the situation would be. Him. Him, but I get it, yeah, from his, I get all the security I get is from like his friends and family and his kids yeah. and it's, it's not from him. Uh, they're all irrelevant, <laughs> meaningless. I mean, how many, like the, 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 the long list of moms and dads and friends who wanted their sons and daughters and friends to date someone that they approved of, that that person was like, ah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not sure, you know, yeah. so that all feels nice and it validates you and it makes you feel special, but it doesn't mm -hmm. mean shit as it relates to your relationship. Yeah. Early on, you definitely shouldn't feel like part of your validation comes from all these other people. It should only come from mm -hmm. the person you're dating. That other stuff is nice, like to feel accepted. It's like, oh, and his family likes me. Great. You know, better <laughs> than his family hating you. 
that's all nice, but it doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Like you're getting a false sense of security about this relationship via his friends and family, but you're not getting it from the person you need to get it from, which is him, right? All these people are giving you a lot of ammunition to make a lot of excuses and to overlook the things that are bothering you on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And you're choosing to ignore it. You know, I do agree with that. Yeah. You know, you're, you know, you're saying a lot of things that like are, are, are kind of meaningless <laughs> in terms of the foundation yeah. of your relationship. It's great. I'm sure yeah. he has great kids and his family, you know, but as, in terms yeah. of you qualifying this relationship for yourself to see if it's something that's worth your time and investment and energy to move forward mm-hmm. as opposed to calling it what it is and then moving on from someone you you know really like and care about and have fun with but is very limited in giving you things a lot of things you absolutely need in a relationship Mm -hmm. right and it's not gonna get better it's gonna get worse especially if you don't address it now and nip it in the bud and, and set the expectations from him it's just like listen i don't like if you want to date me, I need to know that you are willing to do this, even if it's uncomfortable for you. I don't think it's fair to me to mm-hmm. ask, you know, I don't think it's fair to me to be asked to like dismiss the fact that you're married. And I understand there's a process here, but we're beyond the process. It doesn't take five years to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you? It's not the same, you know? as long as I know there's a path there, but it sounds like the way you're describing, he's hanging on to something. It's like, yeah, we may never get back together, but I want to, if she just wasn't such a cheater. I don't know what they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I think that's my fear. Um, and uh, they obviously reconciled in 2019. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying, you trust your gut. There's things. I feel like, you know, all these answers, right? I feel like, you know, you're just really afraid of the truth. And I'm sorry, because it sounds like all the other things on the peripheral are nice. It's like mm-hmm. everyone wants to, like, if you're going to meet a, a a guy with kids and married, you want him to be a great father and a loving dad. And you want to love his kids and you want to love his family. You want to love his friends. And that's all great. But the person you want to be in love with is doing a lot of things that you, and you're accepting a lot of things you shouldn't be accepting. Mm-hmm. You know, and. I think you need to address it head on. I think you have to have a kind of a zero tolerance for some of these things. And I don't think you should be made to feel bad or like you're doing something wrong or you're not being understanding of his needs. You're way, you're being way too understanding of his needs. And he is make, he's doing a good job of making you feel bad about it. You know? Yeah. So a difficult conversation needs to be had. (laughs) Yeah. And don't let him make you feel like you're being difficult or not understanding. Mm -hmm. And you (laughs) you should take that as a sign. You know, if he does make you feel that way, that's a huge red flag. There's no excuse for it. Mm -hmm. You know, like it doesn't matter that he's married with kids or all those things. Like, just difficult situations aren't an excuse for people to, you know, do shitty things. Yeah. You know, difficult situations bring mm-hmm. out people's true characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sounds like he hasn't really shown that. It's easy to be fun and funny, yeah. you know, for people who are fun and funny. <laughs> yeah. But he needs to show up at difficult times. 
Yeah. And right I agree. now, and right now he's not, and he's also a bit of a liar, and uh, and I know it's a tough like a tough situation is not an excuse to lie. I fucking hate it when people say that. Well, I just yeah. didn't. I thought you'd be mad. I didn't know what to say. Uh, you know, it was the first date. These are all excuses of what essentially are lies. And I understand like some are forgivable and some aren't, but at the end mm. of the day, it is a lie and they're making an excuse for it. Like I'd rather have someone who is going to lie to me, just own up to their mistake and apologize and recognize it. But when you make excuses for lies and it's just like, well, you're just going to set up a reason why you're going to lie in the future. When another difficult situation comes up, when you, when he doesn't know what to say next time, his option between like doing the right thing and doing the easy thing, he's going to choose the easy thing and lie. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. So sorry, <laughs> really bursting your bubble here, but <laughs> no, no, it's okay. That's why I called in. <laughs> you need to, yeah, you need to, you need to hold yourself a little bit more accountable and hold him a little bit more accountable. And as I've always say, you need to be okay with getting answers you don't want to hear and stop using a bunch of other things that sound nice mm-hmm. as a way to justify his shitty behavior. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, best of luck. Thank you guys for your help. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> Great. All Have right. a good day. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name is Victoria, and I am 22 years old. Hi, Victoria. How can I help? Okay. So I'm going to try to give just the least amount of details possible because this could be a very intricate story but um feel free to ask me any questions of course well i um, try to be as detailed as possible and if we need to okay it down, i just don't will. want to ramble so if i'm okay. rambling be concise but detailed okay got it right. so basically at the moment i am in my ideal relationship i am with a man that Honestly, I never thought I would find. Um, I was hoped to find. He is amazing. I highly respect him, love him, and have very few complaints about him. We have only been together for eight months at the moment, but because of the state of the world, it's been a very accelerated eight months because, I mean, I wouldn't normally have spent anywhere near as much time with anyone as I have with him. We moved in together Uh, to quarantine together for two months after only knowing each other for two months, which seems crazy. And it probably was, but we did it anyway. And yeah, therefore I've gotten to know all of one another very well. Um, And like I said, I have very few complaints um, within this relationship. Um, The only thing that frustrates me is the fact that I still have very consistent recurring thoughts and emotions for my ex. Um, Now my ex is someone that I was with for four years and I ended that relationship two years ago. Um, That was my first relationship and my first love, first everything. So you already know I went into that with no boundaries and fell way too hard to the point where honestly, I really did feel like I was kind of losing myself in that relationship. Um, and that combined with some really unhelpful circumstantial issues, I ended up making the decision to end the relationship and move on. And that seemed like it was very possible for me at the time. Um, I was single for two years after that. 
actively dating for one of those years, you know, kissed a lot of frogs. So I found my current man. And um, I really thought maybe two years ago that in this moment, I would have been completely happy and, you know, satisfied. But for whatever reason, I am still having these thoughts. And um, I should also mention that my ex has reached out to me and mentioned that he's having the same like situation basically. Um, he was in a relationship for about a year that ended last year. And I mean, he still says that okay. it, it feels as though that never happened. So. But to be clear, you left this first relate, you chose to leave your first love and your first relationship because, and we don't have to maybe get, we don't have to get into details, but there were some toxic behavior, regardless of whose fault it was that you just felt like it wasn't a healthy situation for you. And while maybe yeah. you loved him, there were some things that weren't okay with that relationship. Doesn't mean he yeah. was, you know, but. No, definitely. I mean, like I said, it was our first relationship. Yeah. So we were our first trial making all of our first errors. And, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, and sorry. tell me about this new guy. Uh, what do you, when you say he's your ideal guy that you didn't think you would find, what do you mean? Be, be specific. So I would say, I mean, he's just extremely thoughtful, cares about me so much. Mm -hmm. And when I say cares about me, I mean, like, literally will do anything to see me succeed and thrive and make sure that I'm in the best position um, in order to be able to do that. He's very detail oriented. And like, I mean, he's the kind of dude who like goes to the store and comes back with something that I didn't even know I needed that he may have noticed and gives that to me. And he's like, yeah, let me know how it goes. And I'm just like, okay, but it's like constant. It, it never ends. And I mean, he's a very effective communicator as well. Like, like I said, we have had our issues because um, we've identified some cultural disparities between us that have kind of been an obstacle for us. Um, but every time it seems like it's it's getting overwhelming and it's time to talk about it we're able to do that so well he listens and gives me an opportunity to express myself um and he's extremely receptive and responsive so it's not just like a conversation that happens and then nothing comes from it um like the issues that we have talked about we have moved on from so okay. yeah um, Listen, I, so the first guy, it is what it is. You know, it's the it's a drug. He's a drug. He's just he's he's your heroin, your cocaine, whatever you want to call it. You have an addiction towards him because just like we all have an addiction towards our first love. Mm -hmm. It is what it is, right? Um, it's irrelevant that he you, he is trying to relate to him reaching out, him relating to you. You're totally irrelevant, and it, you know. Um, there's like a 99% chance that, uh, if you were to say, get back together with your first boyfriend, you guys would resort back into the toxic behavior you guys demonstrated with each other. No guarantees, but probably right. You're just, it took me to get over my, to really get over my first girlfriend and who my first girlfriend, I, 
dated for several years. We, you know, we broke up, got back together, broke up, got back together. Then I broke up with her, dated someone else for a year and a half, got engaged to that person. Then we broke up. And it wasn't until that second relationship ended that I really felt like I was free of any feelings towards the first girlfriend. And what I mean by that is, and while I was dating the second girl, girlfriend, the serious girlfriend, I loved her. She was great. I was happy. And, you know, there was a bad relationship at the end. But, man, that first girlfriend would pop in my head a lot from time to time. I'd go back and look at old pictures. It just, I was addicted, you know. It just, I couldn't, I just didn't know how to, I just, it would just pop in my head. And that's it's just life, you know. I wouldn't beat yourself up too much about it. I think you just have to accept those thoughts that come in your head and let them go and not dwell on them and not give them too much thought and not think that there's so much meaning. You love the guy. And it was the first, he was, he was a, it was a special person and he will always be special for whatever reason because, you know, and that's fine. And just accept that. And is this going to pull on your heartstrings? Uh, it makes it challenging in this new relationship. This new relationship, like you said, you're aware that, well, he checks a lot of boxes and that's all nice. And those are great qualities. It's, it's, he still might not be your guy because there's always that intangible quality, which I think you're still trying to figure out if that's there because the attentiveness, the caring, you know, the love language stuff that he's all, you know, seems to really, it's all nice. And this might be your guy, but now then you have another additional uh, element of, you know, that you guys moved probably faster than you should fine whatever you can do that does it just because you move faster not every situation is ideal sometimes people move in quicker than they otherwise would because it's a long distance situation and that's fine you just deal with it it's good to be aware of it you know uh sometimes you can just say hey listen this is our situation sometimes i think couples have to allow themselves to have anxiety with one another in a situation they're in without like acting like it's a bad thing or it's going to, Oh wait, are you okay? I haven't, you know, like you can be in a relationship and have anxiety about something and it not be the end of the world. It doesn't mean you're not in love. It doesn't mean things are bad. It just means like you're just kind of processing the situation and maybe this anxiety is coming from being like, wow, we're just really fucking fast. And who knows? It might not just because you move fast, it may or may not work out, you know? And there's a fear, right? There's a fear of, well, now I live with them and now I've made like maybe I moved. Maybe I, I took all these risks to be in this relationship. And just because you do all those things, it doesn't increase the chances that it's going to work out. Actually, quite frankly, it might increase the chances that it might end because you move so fast. And But life happens and you'll figure it out, right? If you break up with this new guy, he'll move out. It'll be slightly inconvenient for a while because it's like, well, where do I go? And we decided to break up. But to answer your initial question, I think you just have to allow yourself to have these occasional thoughts and feelings. Try to separate the two. Your thoughts about your first boyfriend don't mean anything about your current relationship. It doesn't mean that you might not be in love with the new guy, right? I don't. I'm, I, I can safely say that there's a good chance that whoever your next boyfriend was was going to be at a disadvantage because of this He's the, he was the first guy since your first love. And that's just like a, a bummer situation for the yeah. next person. You have to give yourself some time. And so even though you guys rushed things, 
pandemic or whatever the reason why doesn't mean that your heart was ready to totally let go. You know, your choices to rush your relationship doesn't speed up how your heart deals with things and that you just have to give time. And it might feel like, well, well, we live together. So my heart should be where my, you know, at the same pace as the decisions I make for it. It doesn't work that way. Right. But it doesn't mean you guys aren't going to end up together. It just, we'll just, you'll just have to see. Yeah. You know, and eventually you'll come to this determination. And I don't know when that is of, of realizing that maybe it was the thoughts about the first boyfriend, the first love that were like making you doubt your feelings for this <laughs> new guy because he's not cocaine and he never is going to be the same type. It's not going to be the same fix, but you'll, or you will find that maybe the new guy is just different and that's what you love so much about him and you're giving him so much points for just like giving a shit because the first guy didn't you have to figure that out you don't know yet right right you know so um to (laughs) to be determined for you you know and like you'll figure it out you're 22 doesn't mean anything like you moved in so what and i don't mean to dismiss it but like you didn't sign a contract. Maybe you signed a lease, but leases can be broken. You can break up. No, I, so, I should definitely mention we're, we're not living together anymore. Okay. So that's not even an issue. It was literally just temporary okay. because it was either quarantine separately and never see one another or quarantine together and do that. Um, so we chose that. But we're not living together anymore. I've moved back into my house and... He's living somewhere else, but, um, so that's not even an issue, but I just want to say like what you've just described, like your advice to me is exactly what I have told myself coming out of my last relationship. I was like, okay, I loved this person. I will probably always have some sort of like emotional connection to this person because we were very emotionally connected. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just have to accept that and move on with my life the way that I said I was going to when I decided to end that relationship. And my issue now is the fact that I'm in this place where I already decided I was going to accept that I'm just going to think about this person. It's just going to happen, but it it doesn't mean that I'm supposed to be with them. Exactly. Um, And I'm still in this place where now I have this amazing man and I almost don't even feel like I'm being completely honest with him and showing him my full true self because I'm still having like a lot of thoughts and feelings about my ex. How old's the new guy? How old is he? Yeah. He is 23. Okay, so pretty young. Are you able to have these types of conversations with him? I, yeah, absolutely. You I are. haven't told him anything about this though. Okay, well, that's maybe you should. You know? I'm just going to say just, everything you're saying and everything Nick is saying is also ringing so true to my life right now. I literally <laughs> ran into the person. It Chris, randomly ran Chris into. she's projecting right I'm now. projecting. I literally okay. ran into the person that, like, you're describing recently, and Nick was like, it's not a sign. It's not. It's not a sign. It's just, it is what it is. And then I was projecting the same kind of thing onto the yeah. new situation. And see, if we get into that, it's like, I didn't talk to my ex for a year. And then one day I just decided to sit down and delete all of the photos and videos off of all of my devices after a year. 
And I put that off for so long because it took me six hours, did that. And that night he texts me it's not telling a sign. me that something told him that he needed to reach out to yeah. me. And see yeah. how yeah. It it's so not what? a sign. So fine. Not a sign. Cool. Then I meet my current boyfriend in February and at the, at, after that conversation, we were on good terms, right? Like we were okay. We weren't not speaking to each other, but we had no animosity. It was, it was cool. Um, he shows up at my house. Yeah, I the mean, following month. Listen, like I, yeah, the new guy, the old guy, the old guy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's you're just you're still addicted to the old guy. You know, it's your it's the equivalent of having addiction towards some drug, and you've you've recognized the problem, you removed yourself from it, you got sober, so to speak, but you're like, you know, you're not through the woods. You still have your momentary relapses and yeah. he shows back up your door. I mean, if someone was like addicted to cocaine and they recognize it and got over it and they open the door and there was a bag of cocaine sitting at the door, that'd pretty, it would fuck them up, you know? And so yeah. that's fucking you up. And it's, yeah. you know, you just, doesn't mean anything. It's we all are addicted to a, at a certain level to our first love. I think you just have to accept that and then work through it and then be patient with yourself and your heart. And uh, you're going to relapse sometimes. And a relapse might just mean that you spend 48 hours obsessing over your first love and, and just missing them and, and missing that feeling of whatever it is that made you feel. But that's just that addiction towards that person. And it, it, I mean, it's just such a I mean. I don't know much about addiction, so, but you hear about how like that first hit of heroin, that dopamine that hits your body, it's just you never can replicate it. And man, when the first time you feel love, it's kind of like there it is that rush of those things, those feelings, and it's just yeah. it's just fucking life, you know. And yeah. so, you're just going to have these moments. They'll be fewer and far between as life goes on. And then now you're you're dealing with it while you've found a nice guy and a special guy and maybe the guy who knows, but you have, you're, you're going to figure that out too. Don't rush yourself. What he's the new guy as you've now discovered is not going to help you get over the old guy. Those are two separate situations. And sometimes we make the mistake of like, and a lot of people will be like, well, the only, the only way you really get over someone is find someone new. I mean, kind of, it helps in the short term, but it never really gets you really over it, like totally clean, totally purified of those feelings that you're feeling. And that's just going to come with time and you have to be patient with yourself. I guess my point of the saying is, sounds like you have a good guy right now, but he's not perfect because no one is. And he still might not be your guy. And he still has some maturing to do. And it's up to you to decide whether you want to do it with him or maybe, maybe be a free agent for a while, you know? Yeah. There's no wrong choice here, I guess is what I'm trying to say for you. You have for the sure. you have the options, you know. So you wouldn't say re-exploring things with my ex is a wrong choice? Well, touche. But um <laughs> I mean, you know, if uh cuz that's kind of where my heart is leading me in that I feel like I almost cannot move on to a relationship like no remorse, just put, put it this way. Knowing I, that that is in the past. Right or wrong. I don't know. I'm not here to say 100%, but just know that 
don't be naive enough to think that if you were to decide to go back to your ex, all the things that you decide to leave that relationship, they aren't, they aren't gone. They're going to come back yeah. and you're going to have to deal with those things. And unless there's been some real personal growth and acknowledgement, maybe on both sides of the aisle, you're just going to go back to normal. And by normal is you're going to go back to that behavior. So what's most likely happening is you just miss a lot about him, someone you love, someone who is your drug, but you'd be kind of giving into that weakness because of, of those feelings. Sure. And just because you have those feelings isn't a justification. You can love somebody and care about someone and, and just miss them. And it doesn't mean you need to get back together. Mm -hmm. You left them for a reason and those reasons haven't changed. So I'm not here to say whether you, what you should or shouldn't do. Just don't be naive in thinking those are going to magically disappear. Anything, is there anything about what, do you have any inclination that he, there's some been real growth for you that things would be different? other than he misses you and he says he's sorry or whatever because he doesn't have you, you have no idea how he's going to be when he has you back. Yeah, I, I haven't spoken to him enough to know if there's been any real growth there. The only reason I'm even considering going back there is because a lot of, like the reason that led up to my deciding to end that relationship was circumstantial. Okay. Um, it was a long distance relationship. It was really stressful, all these other things and built up with the emotions. It just blew up. And obviously that's changed. My the circumstances have changed. My so, gut tells me it's not as circumstantial as you think. And there's still like, but who, yeah, I, you know, I wasn't it's, there. It's, it's both. It's both. It's definitely both. With so, all that being said, it sounds like if you're, even if the fact that you're really considering going back, whether you do or not, I think you're getting to that point with this current guy is that maybe if you want my advice with all the information you've given me is like, you probably should end it with the current guy, take some time for yourself and not make any rustic decisions. I wouldn't break up with the current guy and get back to start talking to the old guy. I think you need to maybe take a beat. Yeah. Take a breath, be alone, yeah. be independent. You know, I think you're right. <laughs> um, and, you know, the uh, new guy will be fine. He's going to be sad. Yeah. It's not your... It, it also, like, definitely don't stay with him because you're, you feel bad. He'll be fine. No. You have the right sure. to move on. It's okay. Does it Like, all the things he did attentively and all the nice things, doesn't... He doesn't own you because of that. Yeah. Doesn't own your feelings. Well, I did this for you and I love you. So okay, thanks. I don't love you back. I, I don't know if that's, you know, but you have the right. So you're young, be free, go forth into the world <laughs> and uh, just don't give in to boredom and loneliness and, and just be mindful of your former addiction. I got you. Thank you. All right. Best of luck. How's it going? I'm good. I'm Kathy. I'm 22 years old. Hi, Kathy. How can I help? So basically, um, my freshman year of college, my guy best friend from high school told me he liked me one night after we were both drinking. Um, at this point, we we're both at different colleges. So I was like not really apprehensive to that because we we're so far away. It was my freshman year. Like I wanted to have fun like most college kids do. <laughs> but um, that summer, we decided to like give it a shot because uh, we were both home. But it didn't really work very well as like we didn't. I don't know, like whenever we would drink, we'd get in huge fights 
because drinking, obviously, like he would get super jealous if I was talking to our guy, best friends, same for me. Like, it just like, we both didn't know what we wanted, but it's obviously like getting drunk and being together wasn't helping. Um, so like, obviously nothing came of it. Uh, and it kind of made our fr- friendship like fizzle a bit. Like, um, we tried to be friends again, but it was kind of hard just as like, honestly, yeah. I don't think I was mature enough to be friends like at that time in my life but uh, um so it's been probably like a year probably no like probably since like november since we've talked like we like ran into each other at like a uh, like a i think it was like thanksgiving eve whatever it was um so we haven't really talked that much but when i was at school i never really like thought about it because i was at school i was having fun i was with my friends like all that type of stuff um, but now we're both home and I'm like thinking about it a little more. Like it's honestly probably because I'm home, I'm bored, I'm lonely and like he's here. And I definitely, um, when I'm looking for people, like my friends, like I tend to like people when I'm friends with them first, like I need to get to know them and all that type of stuff. But basically I just don't know if I should like reach out, like even just to be friends or something. Cause I do miss him and like miss him in my life. Cause we were best friends at a point, but I don't know if like he hates me honestly, cause it was kind of crazy. Like there was jealousy on both ends. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean the friendship that you had is over and we'll, yeah, it's, it's, de- <laughs> it's not even over. It's dead. It'll never happen again. Not yeah. in the form that you had it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. once a seal is broken, it can never be put back the way it was. And that's fine, yeah. right? Because yeah. those feelings that were expressed were always kind of there, right? Yeah. And then you tried it. And as a romantic couple, you guys found that it wasn't a good situation either. So really hard to go back and and that and and even though you guys recognize that maybe it wasn't a great situation, it didn't take away that there's still feelings there, maybe yeah. his end or your end. So you guys ended it. And now you're back in this situation. And like, again, when when relationships end, it doesn't mean feelings end, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that you have these feelings and he might have these feelings are normal. It doesn't necessarily mean you should be together. So if you're asking like, what do you think you should do, like? Hey, listen, it sounds like maybe you think there was some immaturity on both sides and your hope is deep down that maybe there's been some growth on both sides and who knows, maybe you're ready. Yeah. uh, How long ago was this? A year or so? Uh, The whole situation was like two years ago. Okay. But like we haven't talked probably in like seven months-ish. Do you have any reason to think that he misses you? Not any like hardcore evidence. I don't know, just like girl like being... Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I <laughs> shoot, go for it. Shoot your shot. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if I'm hearing you right, it sounds like you gave it a shot, but you got, it's not like you dated for a, a couple years and you exhausted all the things and you yeah. broke up and now you're like, should I get back together with the person that I've already tried all the options with and still couldn't make it work, but now I'm bored enough to just try it again? That's not what this is, yeah. right? No. You know, you tried it a little bit. You guys quit before it really started because it seemed toxic. And now you're wondering if there's been some growth on both sides. So I don't know. Find out. Reach yeah. out. 
Maybe he does hate you. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he misses you. I don't have any of these answers. And the only way you're going to get it is from him. Right. And what do you have to lose? You know, short term embarrassment, the feeling of rejection. Those all suck. I get it. But like, at least you'll get your answer and then you can move on. Regardless of whatever, even if you get the answer you don't want to hear, it'll let you move on. Because part of the reason you feel the way you do is because you don't have a lot of answers. You're like wondering yeah. about it. And then you're just like, you're romanticizing about the unknown. Well, man, yeah. I do Making like him and I miss him. Yeah, and you don't know. And then like, there's this part of you that's like, you know, he might feel the same way I do. And maybe we are both mature. And if we are, then wow, we could be happy. And then you're thinking about <laughs> that, right? And it might be true. Yeah. I don't know. But if yeah. all of a sudden you talk to him and you're just like, wow, you're just like, you're not what I remembered. You're kind of a dick and uh, you <laughs> suck and uh, I'm good. Great. I can stop thinking about this now. Yeah. So go for it. Just Yeah. Just give it a shot. Reach out. Because it, it is really just like the embarrassment because we were in the same friend group and like the friend group kind of fizzled. So it's like people yeah. on his side of the friend group. Like, I don't know what they like. I don't know. When you do but reach I out, I wouldn't it. play games. I wouldn't like feel it out. I wouldn't pretend to be the cool chick or like be like, hey, <laughs> I would just reach out and be like, I've been thinking about you. Here's what's been on my mind. Yeah. If, 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 do you feel the same way or not? And that just be, I don't, I just, all I, but I do care about you. Now, step two, if you get the answer you want is also, do you, I felt like this is why we didn't work out. I was jealous. You were jealous. And if that's how it's going to be, it's not going to work out. But like mm-hmm. work to talk through those things. If he doesn't recognize his own jealousy. Yeah, then it's a no-go. Then it hasn't changed, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. most of the time, like 21-year-olds who are jealous aren't are, are still jealous at 23, you know? Yeah. And they're still jealous at 40 sometimes. People are just like inherently jealous. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes people mature. Sometimes people recognize, be like, you know what? That was kind of silly of me and... Yeah, and which I definitely think I've grown from it because I can recognize my immaturity at the time. Like yeah. it was ridiculous. And like I said, like jealousy always comes from an insecurity and that insecurity. And I've said mm-hmm. this before, either comes from like something he's doing to make you feel insecure or some insecurities that you just have that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So he, you both need to figure that out. What are you guys insecure about as your own individual things that you guys can control? And what do you guys yeah. what did you guys do to one another to make the other person feel insecure and then therefore jealous? Yeah. So just yeah. like see if he's willing to have a mature conversation and, and, and put in the work for someone he like ultimately cares about or doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I just just go, like a go. conversation that I can have. Yeah. You know, and don't say shit like I missed our friendship so I wanted yeah. to reach out. That's a lie. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you want to be with them and therefore you'll be best friends kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I miss you. I'm wondering if if you do and is there a world where we can work on the problems that we had and see if there's something to work on and maybe not. Yeah. Just be like super confident and immature about it and then consider yeah. the possibility before you do that he might not feel the same way and just be like, you know what? That's okay because I just want answers yeah. and then that will give you the confidence yeah. to be more direct and then that, that will be more attractive for him. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. All right. Well, All right. Godspeed. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, let us let us know how it goes. Yes, I will. All right. Thanks. All right. We'll take care. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 
Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed these uh, colors. <laughs> colors. Um, always, always fun. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I I hate it when I feel like you're talking directly to me when you're not talking to me during these calls. <laughs> it messes me up. <laughs> um. Yeah, we 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 tapped into the more relatable calls these days. The the relationship. I felt like I said trust your gut a lot today. You did say trust your gut a lot today. Trust your gut. Take away. I mean, and and when I say your gut, the it's when it first shows up. After a while, when you start manipulating what you said your gut wants, and you start convincing yourself to what you what you want, as opposed to what your gut's like. Hey, I told you the first time. I think that's the gut you have to to try to trust. But easier said than done. (laughs) Uh, That's why you call, and I. And I remind you, but uh, <laughs> thank you guys, obviously, for sending in your questions. Always remember to do so. Ask Nick at castme.com, cast with a K. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, you can be anonymous. Spoiler alert, half the names of the people <laughs> who call in, it's not their actual name. No. And that's fine. We want you to feel safe, but also be super fucking entertaining to our audience. So <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, I think the People's Choice voting is still open. I appreciate it, uh, obviously, guys. Is it worse? I'm like pandering for votes. Is it normal? I feel no. bad. Go out and vote. Uh, re- make sure you register to vote for the upcoming election. Way more important, obviously. Um, tune in next time to tomorrow, tonight. I don't know. Bachelor recap. Episode dose. Then we want.